1: Today, lieutenants, I begin my show differently than I have begun my show for the last 19 years. As you know, I have been absent from this chair from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A for the past three weeks. And the reason that I have been absent is because my father, Dr. Franklin Zeplowitz, Dr. Z, as many of you knew him during many live shows was ill. And on October 7th, 2014, at 5.43 p.m., he left us peacefully. This is the first time in 19 years that my father is not listening to the show. On many occasions over the last 19 years, we have recognized those people who are friends of the show, who have been friends of the industry, or guests that have been on that are no longer with us. Well, today, I'm going to recognize the person who probably was the most influential on my life, and who certainly was, I would say, the number one fan of the show and of me. And that was my father, Dr. Franklin Zepplowitz, Dr. Z, as he was known to many of you, the Surgeon General of the Alpha Male Army. And he attended many live shows in Tampa and in Buffalo, Smoke on the Water shows, our Tampa Cigar Festival shows. And what was amazing to me was watching him in the crowd and seeing all of you, many of the lieutenants, the listeners, the attendees that would go to him start chatting with him, wanting a picture or an autograph. And I remember the first time, I happened to be, I was in Buffalo at the Smoke on the Water Number 1, and a listener came up, an attendee, and said, Dr. Z, I need to get your autograph. And my father looked absolutely stunned. He said, you want my autograph? And he said, yeah, you're the general son. Dr. Z, I need your autograph. So my father took out his Parker pen which he always used, and I said, Dad, you have to sign an autograph with a Sharpie. So I gave him a Sharpie, he signed the autograph, and then the listener proceeded to say, can I get a picture with you? And my father was totally shocked, amazed that anybody would want to take a picture with him, but he loved it, and he loved the interaction with the listeners at many of our live shows. And so today, I ask that you allow me to spend a few moments, a few minutes talking about his incredible life, his life of accomplishment, of achievement. And as you know, I say I'm America's alpha male, but the ultimate alpha male to me was my father, and the ultimate gentleman as well. I made the comment upon my father's passing up at the Cleveland Clinic that you come into this world with nothing, and you leave this world with nothing. But after reflection, that's not necessarily true. You leave this world with your integrity and your reputation. On both counts, my father's integrity and reputation were impeccable and unimpeachable. He was not only an accomplished surgeon and physician and member of the medical community in Buffalo, western New York, and New York State, but he was also an accomplished member of the community and certainly great husband, father to both my sister Lynn and I. On Sunday, when he was laid to rest at his memorial service, I made several comments, numerous comments, in a tribute to him as well as my sister and my cousin Erwin as well. And I wanted to share some of those comments with you. Because I feel that it would be unacceptable for me today to start the show. We always like to talk about pleasure. There's no question about it, and we will later today. In fact, I can hear my father saying, all right, let's get on to the pleasure part. But before we do that, I would like to just share some comments, because I think it's only appropriate, since I would not be sitting here if it were not for him who guided me, made sure I had the proper education, made sure that I prepared properly for anything or any job, whether it was mowing the lawn, whether it was doing a broadcast, or it was any other endeavor. My father certainly taught both my sister and I, you do it, you do it correctly. And so, as the ultimate alpha male to me, and my mentor, my role model, I would like to take some time here to talk about some of the things, some of the comments, and maybe let you get to know the person that I did for so, uh, for so long. My father was extremely patriotic, and actually at his memorial service on Sunday in Buffalo, the service began with the Honor Guard, as he served for 12 years as a captain in the medical corps of the National Guard in New York State. And the patriotism that was displayed, my father would have absolutely loved. Because he was patriotic. He was fiercely loyal to this country. And when he saw something that wasn't right, either politically, in his community, or in his profession, he was never afraid to stand up and expose it. And those are traits that I share as well, that we as Americans have the responsibility to share as well. He was a superb role model. My father never had to tell me or teach me about the importance of acting with honor, integrity, honesty, dignity, and passion. I witnessed it every day in how he led his life, how he loved his family, how he valued loyalty, and how he valued relationships. That is one area that I am proud to say that has been passed on to me. The importance of relationships to me and to my father were paramount to what you were as a person. Because if you weren't loyal to those around you, those that you worked with, those that were in your personal life, then really you had very little integrity. And today we live in a society where loyalty is fleeting. I'm in a business, the broadcasting business, where I will tell you loyalty is nonexistent that executives that have come in into this industry have destroyed it. They have destroyed it because they lack loyalty and they lack integrity. Two traits that were enduring to my father and that have been passed along to me. I'm pleased to say that in the cigar industry, loyalty is still a noble characteristic that is pervasive throughout the industry. And I can list tons and tons of names. I've had them on the show. You shake their hand, and that's all you need. They're loyal, and they're honest. My father was the ultimate alpha male and true gentleman. I'd like to give you a little story about my father in terms of his medical endeavor and how... Medicine was not just a part-time thing, not a 9-to-5 thing. He lived it 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. He went in to make rounds every weekend. He saw his patients. If patients were ailing or in critical care, he would call multiple times through the evening. I know because I heard the calls. And I will tell you that that is a commitment That is fleeting today. Too many people want to just call it in, get the big paycheck, work nine to five, and be done with it. Well, that's not how I was brought up, and I know many of you were not brought up that way either. I will tell you that, to me, watching my father prepare the night before or several days before a surgical procedure, he was a general and pediatric surgeon, He would break out books, his his surgical books, his surgical atlases, and I would say, what are you doing, Dad? And he'd say, I've got a very tough case tomorrow or in three days, and I want to be properly prepared. That was the commitment he made to every one of his patients. He was tireless in his devotion to his patients and to patients' rights. I cannot tell you the number of times that I was stopped when I was visiting Buffalo with my father And people would come. I remember one time at the post office near his office, a woman ran out of her car, saw my father and I getting into my father's car, and she ran out, parked, stopped, immediately came out and said, Dr. Zeplowitz, I had to stop and say hello. I wanted to introduce myself. My name is so-and-so. You operated on my mother 15 years ago. She was in very bad shape. You were encouraging to her, and she is still alive today, and Every time someone says to her, you look great, you're still doing great, she always says, well, I, wanna, I, I have to thank Dr. Zeplowitz for that. And she said, my mother loved you, idolized you, and talks about you all the time, and we can't thank you enough. And frankly, I think my father found that to be uncomfortable because to him, that's what he was supposed to do. That's what he was trained to do. And I could always tell the times when a patient didn't make it. He didn't have to tell me. I knew it by the sound of his voice and by his demeanor. And even though doctors know that there are times that they can't do anything, that doesn't make it any less, more, any less difficult for them when it does occur because they want to do every single thing possible. And in my father's last days, my father expressed to me, if I can't live a full life, an active life, then it's not a life that I want to continue living. He was active seeing patients to the end of July for insurance consults. He was active in many organizations which I will state in a few moments. He would travel, he was out and about, he didn't sit around. Retirement was more almost as busy as being a full-time uh, physician being practicing full-time. One of the other things that my father and I shared, love of sports. We love watching the Syracuse Orangemen. The Syracuse Orangemen are playing today, whether it's basketball or football, and we both love the Bills. Those of you that check out my Twitter feed or hear me on the show, you know I absolutely love the Buffalo Bills, and I'm a diehard fan, as was my father, and it was not easy being. it is not easy being a Bills fan. But every morning, every Sunday before the game, I would always call him around 11 o'clock, We would talk about the latest columns and articles that were in the paper talking about the Bills. We'd talk about the game, and he would end every pregame conversation the same way, saying, well, let's see how the Bills do today. And immediately after the game, and sometimes during the game, I would call him and and we would talk about the game. We would commiserate about the game. He would, uh, In times that they had won big, he would still say, well, you know, they did win big, but... They gave up too many yards here, or they were lucky on this. And then when they lost badly, he would say, boy, they were terrible today. And I can hear him just telling me that. This will be, today is the first show in 19 years that my father is not listening. Last Sunday was the first Buffalo Bills game, since I can remember, that we didn't share and talk about the game after the game. My father lived from September 30th, 1933 to October 7th, 2014. And when I return, I would like to talk about his life between the dash. The dash in the middle separating the dates is one single character, a lone character. But the dash represents the most important element of a person's life. And what my father did accomplish between the dash in his 81 years on this planet was remarkable on a personal, family, and professional level. And when I come back, I hope you'll indulge me for just a few more moments to share his accomplishments personally and professionally. As today, I start this show remembering my father, Dr. Franklin Zepplowitz, Dr. Z.
0: Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Mm -hmm. Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
2: A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World a medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness in a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Esteli Finca, Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook.
1: The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available, Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access to any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app.
3: The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo, inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Plasencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
1: i continue my tribute today as I start this show to my father, Dr. Franklin Zeplowitz, who left us peacefully October 7th, 2014. As I mentioned, my father was accomplished as a general and pediatric surgeon and community leader. And I wanted to just take a couple of moments to reflect on some of his accomplishments. Uh, the biggest compliment I receive is, I sound like my father. And that is very true. And at 13, my father won first place in the city of Buffalo, Richmond speaking contest for grade school students. And in his senior year at South Park High School in Buffalo, he placed second in the City of Buffalo High School speaking contest. My father was never at a loss for words, and now you know where I get that from. I want to tell you a little story just about the intersection of personal and professional. When my father graduated from medical school, he was still doing some work in the doggy lab. My father had a Cocker Spaniel that was 12 or 13 years old named Topper. And my grandmother always told the story that one day Topper was bleeding. There was blood everywhere. My grandmother called my father and said, something's wrong with Topper. So my father whisked out to my grandmother's grandparents' home, picked up Topper, and took him back to the dog lab at the University of Buffalo Medical School. Now, most people would take their dog to the vet, not my father my father diagnosed topper with colon cancer he used his medical training to perform surgery on topper that day my father resected topper's colon now, i don't know if too many fathers too many people that can say their father took their dog into the doggy lab and performed surgery on him he did topper was healed he lived for another 5 years which is to me So indicative of my father. He had the hands that cured, saved, healed, and gave life to so many. My father loved being a physician. He loved medicine. He loved the interaction with his patients. He loved the interaction with his colleagues. He loved contributing to the nobility of his profession by serving in leadership capacities. My father was president of the Erie County Medical Association, president of the Buffalo Surgical Society president of the Maimonides Medical Society, chairman of the board of the James Platt White Society of the University of Buffalo Medical School, president of the OLV Hospital Medical and Dental Staff, president of the Phi Lambda Kappa Medical Alumni. He served on the University of Buffalo Medical School Dean's Advisory Board. He was a delegate to the American Medical Association and served on the governing body of the New York State Medical Association. He also served his community He served as president of the Kadima School of Buffalo, chairman of the professional division of the United Jewish Appeal, served on the board of the Buffalo Jewish Federation, and served on the board of Israel Bonds and of one of the synagogues in Buffalo, Temple Bethel. He had an absolutely remarkable life, and he had a remarkable marriage 52 years with my mother, Piera. My father was never too busy for his family. He was never too busy for my sister and I, for my mother. He was my biggest fan and listened to this show for 19 years without fail. So today, for the very first time, I come to you without my father listening to this show, but I know he is here in spirit. And I will tell you, I know we need to take a very quick time out here, tell my father, I love you, I miss you, I will forever carry your wisdom, guidance, counsel, integrity, and life's lessons with me. And, as he would end every conversation on Sundays, He would always tell me, let's see how the bills do today. So today I remember and pay tribute to my father, Dr. Franklin Zeplowitz, September 30th, 1933 to October 7th, 2014.
0: The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Aging Room Small Batch Quattro F55 from Boutique Blends. The Quattro F55 is a small batch production, box-pressed, and is a medium to full-bodied cigar with flavor, aroma, and character. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com.
4: Quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low
5: birth
1: weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007.
0: An unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers.
1: Well, Lieutenants, today we conduct litation. And as we do to those who we remember, I'm going to remember my father, Dr. Z, Dr. Franklin Zepplowitz, and in mic position number two, we have the same cigar that I will enjoy today, a Diamond Crown. And the reason I selected Diamond Crown is because Dr. Z knew Eric and Bobby Newman very well. Great cigars, great people. So I thought it was appropriate, even though my father didn't smoke cigars. Certainly liked being around cigars and liked being around the Newmans, as well as our great listeners and lieutenants. So today, in his honor, I will enjoy a Diamond Crown. And let me tell you a little bit about the great Diamond Crown cigar. And by the way, I should also mention... In microphone position two, we have a Diamond Crown cigar in an ashtray. We also have a bottle of Riesling that will be unopened. My father's favorite wine was Riesling with an empty glass. And I have a pic, two pictures of him. I have one picture, and we've tweeted this out. I have a picture of him at the Tampa Cigar Festival last November wearing his Cigar Dave Show crew shirt, Dr. Z, Surgeon General, embroidered upon it. And the other picture that was, to me... Just so representative of him as a physician. It was a picture taken at the University of Buffalo Medical School on the white coat presentation day. He was uh, in the front row and he has his lab coat on, his white coat, and he looks like the surgeon, like the doctor, right out of central casting. And to me, that just symbolized exactly what he was all about his love of medicine, his love of being a physician, his love of interacting with patients. His love of healing and curing and helping those that needed so. And ironically, he received the exact same treatment for two weeks at the Cleveland Clinic up in Cleveland, Ohio. And I cannot say enough about the physicians, the doctors, the nurses, the caregivers, everyone associated with the hospital and the facility. Truly outstanding. And my special thanks to Gene Murphy in uh, Dr. Delos Cosgrove's office, who is just outstanding. And God forbid you ever need some sort of heart procedure, there's only one place in the world to go, Cleveland Clinic. Don't think anywhere else. Cleveland Clinic, end of discussion. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about this magnificent Diamond Crown. This cigar was launched on the 100th anniversary of the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. And I remember because I was there, it was right around the time I was starting this show. And what an honor it was it was for me to have the great Stanford Newman on and to talk about these cigars. And Stan had this idea. He said, why don't we come out with a super premium cigar with all robusto size ring gauges. And at the time, people thought he was a little bit nuts. Well... He had the last laugh. Because without any question, the Diamond Crown has been an unabashed hit for 19 years. Uses a beautiful triple-fermented Connecticut Shade wrapper. Absolutely magnificent. Shade-grown. Dominican filler and binder. It is mild with lots of flavor, mild to medium. A perfect celebratory cigar. Today, it's, I'm not really celebrating but I am celebrating the fact that my father had such an incredible life. And so it's only appropriate that I smoke a cigar that's worthy of that, and the Diamond Crown certainly is. And I have just pulled out the Diamond Crown Robusto number no. 3. It's a Toro 6.5 by 54. Suggested retail price in the $15, $16 category, but well worth every single penny. That's what I will enjoy today. That's what I will memorialize my father with this beautiful diamond crown. Cigar
0: altering and highly sharpened, leaf exposing device. Self sharpening
1: double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action.
0: Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus.
1: I've got the Cigar Dave signature. R&D prototype, four, actually five jet flames with a very cool orange bluish noted flame at the top. They all converge at about a 10 degree angle, and I will use that today to light this beautiful, magnificent, special Diamond Crown Robusto number no. three.
0: C- Cigar, Cigar pre lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three,
1: two, one. All right, I will cut the end of this diamond crown. Perfect cut with my double-edged, self-sharpening stainless steel guillotine. I'll gently toast the foot of this diamond crown, Robusto number no. three. And this is the first cigar I've actually had in three and a half weeks. I was at the Cleveland Clinic for two weeks, been up in Buffalo for the last nine, 10 days. So I have not had an opportunity, nor the desire really to have a cigar, but I will enjoy this today. And on the first few puffs, I will certainly. I dedicate it to my father, and I know that he would be listening right now. Say, oh, we're not ready for the libation just yet. We'll hit that in one second. We'll hit that one second because we are going to celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest. All right, now I'm going to gently puff and rotate. Mm. Very nice, great draw. Mm. Mm. Wonderful notes on the palate. Very smooth. And I know that at this time every week, my father would be listening, would never miss a show. And in fact, one of these stories that I told was that I keep my cell phone front and center, my smartphone front and center here in Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A, right next to the microphone, because invariably, once to several times a show, the phone would ring, and it would be my father with a clarification, giving me a point of reference, a a factual note or telling me that there's a technical issue or whatever the case may be, he would always be front and center. And I certainly will miss that, but I will never forget it. And that's the important thing. The memory will continue.
0: Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst quenching libationary maneuvers.
1: Well, we're celebrating Cigar Oktoberfest. It started uh, last week and we're going to continue with the entire month, capping off with a big giant beer tasting the end of the month but I have six beers in front of me and I will open the first of six this is from the oldest brewery in the world. This is the Weizen Stefaner Oktober Feisterbeer from the world's oldest brewery it is a lager relatively mellow people think the German beers are super full super flavored they're not like ales the malts are very subtle in this. Bit of yeastiness on the finish. 5.8% alcohol by volume. Let me open this up. All right. And as I pour it here, glass is angled at about 45 degrees. Nice foamy head. This has a very, very light golden hue to it. Very light. Not very viscous. Very, very nice notes on the nose. A little bit of sweetness, actually. And as I raise my glass and say cheers. I will dedicate it to my father, Dr. Franklin Zeplowitz, Dr. Z. I will whoop, let me do that one more time. I didn't think that properly. Here we go. Much better. My father always taught me, you got to do it right. So if you don't, do it again, and that's what we just did. Now, this is very smooth. Very smooth. Very nice. Not overly Strong, No big hoppiness, and the hoppiness gives you a little bitterness and spiciness on the palate. Very pleasant. It is the Weinstefaner Oktoberfeister Beer from the world's oldest brewery. Premium Bavaricum is what it says. And it is lager. Very pleasant. 5.8% alcohol by volume. This would go beautifully with a Connecticut Shade Wrapped Cigar. The cigar I selected, the Diamond Crown, a perfect pairing. Now, hmm. I have five other beers that I will get to. A couple of other items. If you care to join us, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Do follow us at Twitter at Cigar Show, Facebook.com slash Cigardave. And I would like to thank the entire crew, uh, producers, uh, Brian and Eric, who did an excellent job in my absence. I want to thank Steve Versnick, our VP of Operations and Program Development, and would also like to thank two good friends, longtime friends, first voice talent, Ed Weigel, the voice that you hear each and every week, for filling in two weeks ago for me. Much appreciated. He did an outstanding job, as did Big Dom Siciliano, who we saw in Buffalo and has been on the show many times, noted grilling expert, he uh, filled in for me last week. I thank him as well. I know that uh, we had Matt Puccio from uh, Missouri on talking about craft brewing. Mick the Brit uh, joined them as well, as did uh, uh, Brady from Brady's Backyard Barbecue. And I thank all of them for carrying on in my absence. And that was the first time that I've actually missed more than one week uh, at a time. But to me, there was no decision to be made I'm glad that I had the opportunity to spend the last two weeks with my father. I would not change anything. And I'm fortunate that I was able to rely on great people such as Voice Talent Ed and Big Dom and our producers and Steve and all the great crew, the lovely Ms. Kittay for carrying things on. So I'm greatly appreciative of that. Also, would like to... Welcome, those of you listening in Atlanta. Once again, I am pleased to say we are back on live, noon to 2 Eastern time, on the great 640 WGST. We have been on WGST, for well, we were on for a long time, then we were off, then we were back on, well, we're back on. And we love uh, the ATL, the big ATL, Hotlanta, one of my favorite cities. And I know those of you that are uh, cigar connoisseurs and alpha males, have expressed to me in emails, when are you going to be back on in Atlanta? Well, the good news is we are back on in Atlanta. So we want to thank everybody at uh, WGST. Great to be on live, 640 WGST. Going to have to plan a trip up there one more time. Also, I hinted about two weeks ago that we would have an event on Saturday, November 22nd. Well, I want to give you the details and when tickets will be available. We are pleased to announce the Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest at The Rock At the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in the Cigar City is Saturday, November 22nd from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It will be an afternoon, a day of total alpha male pleasure. You get there early, you're going to get six magnificent premium cigars. You are going to get a feast, food from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., loaded with Tampa specialties, lots of alpha male delicacies, meat products. It's going to be a wonderful, uh, wonderful menu, wonderful buffet. You're going to get a couple of uh, libation tickets for some spirits or beer. Of course, uh, water and uh, soft uh, soft drinks, refreshments, those will be flowing the entire time. We're also going to give you a very special gift. Those of you that attended in Buffalo at Smoke on the Water, you got four lovely Whiskey glasses with the Smoke on the Water logo. We have something very similar up our sleeves for the Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest at The Rock, Saturday, November 22nd. Now, tickets are going to be very limited. We only have room for about 250 people. That's it. It's out by the pool. It is going to be a magnificent day. It is going to be filled with cigars and spirits. We're working on some beer tastings, some some beautiful scotch tastings, it's going to be an Alpha Male Pleasure Fest. What you expect me to deliver to you, and that is Saturday, November 22nd. The tickets will go on sale, and the we're going to start putting stuff on the website. Let me take a look here. Let me see where we are. Actually, the tickets will start going on sale next Wednesday, October 22nd. So October 22nd, we will send out a tweet. Facebook, it'll be front and center on CigarDave.com, and on the 25th, We will hit it hard here on the show because from there, we're only, let's see, about uh, four or five weeks away. So it is the place to be. We're not doing the Tampa Cigar Festival. It just got to be too big, too unmanageable. But we want you to come down for a great weekend. The weather's always great that time of year. The Saturday before Thanksgiving, you'll enjoy great cigars, great libations, incredible food, wonderful camaraderie and a hell of a good time, and that is, again, Saturday, November 22nd, Cigar Dave's Alpha Male Pleasure Fest at The Rock. Tickets will go on sale beginning next Wednesday, $150 per ticket. Well worth it. You will have the time of your life, and there are only about 250 tickets available, very limited, and I think last year that's about what we did for the VIP tent. So, unfortunately, we, we, we not unfortunately, we want to keep it intimate. We want to keep it close so that we can all get together. We can enjoy some great alpha male bonding, and I can have that one-on-one interaction. And when it got so big the last couple of years, we just couldn't do that. So mark it down, Saturday, November 22nd, Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest. All right, we will continue with Cigar Oktoberfest with beer. Your calls at 877-DAVE-007. As we continue, I pay tribute to my father, the great Dr. Z., We'll, of course, enjoy Cigar Oktoberfest, as he would want us to do to carry on. And uh, certainly, without any question, it was odd walking into Command Center Alpha and Humidor 1A, but the one thing that my father always taught me is you move forward, don't let grass grow under your feet, continue moving ahead, and never look back. We remember, but we will continue moving forward, and uh, just the way he would want us to do, he would want us to celebrate life He would want us to enjoy life, and he would want us to celebrate life's great occasions. And one thing I would always tell you, he would always go to happy occasions, weddings, anniversaries, bar mitzvahs. My mother and my father would travel everywhere because his feeling was he would rather do that and celebrate rather than attend funerals and how right he was. So we learned great lessons. We always talk about pleasure here. We want to enjoy life. And my father, for 81 years, did enjoy his life, and that is the ultimate compliment. He worked hard. He was dedicated to his family. He knew how to enjoy life, and... He spread joy to those around him. What more can a man ask for?
0: Catch the Cigar Dave show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Available for Android and iOS.
6: It is a real smoking up.
0: Go to CigarDave.com for info.
7: In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is gonna be the bootleggers dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, It's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it.
0: comfort and convenience. The General has turned on the no pleasure police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life.
1: Well, we celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest. We marry two of our more pleasant pastimes, cigar and libations, cigar and beer. Cigars and beer and Oktoberfest, the world's largest Fair held annually in München, Bavaria, in Deutschland and Germany. It is a 16-day festival running from late September to the first weekend in October. More than 6 million people from around the world attend every year. And in Germany, it's just called Wiesen, which is the colloquial name for the fairgrounds where they are held called Parisenweiss. Very important part of Bavarian culture, having been held since 1810. Of course, there are Oktoberfest celebrations all around the world. I don't understand why they don't call it Septemberfest, because it starts in September and ends in early October. You would think they would call it Se- uh, Septemberfest. But we celebrate it in October here. And a uh, couple of things before I get to my next uh, beer here and go to Mick the Brit, who just uh, called in. I um, want to thank Somalia Dave Cavanis. Cannot forget Somalia Dave. He, uh, he joined Voice Talent Ed for our Bourbon Heritage Month bourbon tasting, our annual tasting. And this is the first one in probably 15 years that I've missed. But Somalia Dave, uh, one of the great important part uh, members of our show, and I thank Somalia Dave. And I also want to thank all of you, our great lieutenants, listeners. I was overwhelmed with the numbers of emails that I'm still receiving them right now. I just received one from Lieutenant Carlos in Yama, Ecuador, Uh, Of course, uh, Aristotle down in Australia, people around the world uh, emailing me. My email blew up. Uh, We received many tweets and Facebook posts, and I want to thank uh, all of you. Your kindness and your kind words uh, meant a great deal to my family and I, and we certainly appreciate it. Let's say hello to Mick the Brit joining us from the European Theater of Operations. Mick, you know, Dr. Z always enjoyed conversing with you.
8: Oh, Bless you, General, because uh, that was a wonderful tribute to your father there, and I'm sure, and I know he'd be very proud of you for doing that in uh, such a dignified manner. Thank you, sir. Yes, not at all. One thing that you didn't quite touch on, but I think it might be appropriate now, was uh, he did have a sense of humor.
1: He did. He had a great sense of humor.
8: Yes, Yes, and you know, from from his achievements that you uh, read out there, he was obviously a a man that was caring, compassionate with fellow human being, but also somebody that when things needed to get done, they got done, and he was somebody that was respected and trusted as well uh, there. And uh, but he also had a sense of humour, so he, uh, he he I'm sure he did it with, with with that as well to help him get through things. But uh, I would re- uh, refer to. Dr. Z, the Surgeon General of the Cigar Dave Army, is Dr. Z. And you're probably thinking, well, why Dr. Z? Well, the English alphabet is A to Z. So wanted to say Dr. Z, I would say Dr. Z. So he's like, whatever. So at this point, General, I would become slightly pompous, which English people can be, and say, my dear doctor, you do realize that this is how English is meant to sound when it's spoken properly and he'd look at me he'd look at me he'd go yeah
1: whatever Dr. Z. <laughs> I can see him doing that Mick no question about it and he had a great sense of humor he could get into any conversation and and as I said he he and look I think I, many of the traits, personality and sense of humor and outgoing and uh, certainly no loss for words are, are traits that he passed along to me. And he did have a great sense of humor, always uh, loved great jokes and, uh, and and loved to laugh. And as you experienced, Mick, and I know that he enjoyed conversing with you and he would always ask about you and always like giving you a little bit of a hard time as well, Mick. Oh, yeah, well, of
8: course. But, I mean, that goes with the territory. But, you know, I kind of expect that. But sometimes I... Like... Kind of give it back, but with respect. But when he said, it's to Z, I knew not to mess after
1: that, you know? <laughs> well, Mick, as you would say, he was a sterling fellow. He was a sterling oh, absolutely. One, Yes, he was indeed. 100 percent,
8: definitely.
1: Mick, I so greatly appreciate you joining us and sharing that. And I know that uh, Dr. Z, Dr. Z, as you referred, always thought very highly of you. Why, I don't know, but he did, Mick. But in <laughs> any event, Mick, as always, good to see you. And we'll see you uh, here for the Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest, Saturday, November 22nd. Lieutenants, our number two of the Cigar Dave show comes your way. We'll kick it up with more beer tastings as we celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest. And, of course, I fondly remember my great father, Dr. Z, Dr. Franklin Zeppelitz.
0: This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Radio Network. It's time for the General Cigar, Cigar Dave.
1: Well, I welcome you back to hour number two as we begin our celebration of Cigar Oktoberfest. We enjoyed, to start things off, a very nice Bavarian lager called Weinstephaner Oktoberfestbier. Very nice and smooth, very light. Uh, not what you'd think. A lot of people think a German beer is going to be harsh and heavy. Not the case at all. It is not as heavy as those big steins. The one thing, though, I will say about Oktoberfest and the München Bavarian celebration, you have to love the beautiful, bodacious, buxom Deutsche Dames with their ample décolletage flying out at you. There is something very special and appropriate about that this time of year. So, lieutenants, I welcome you back to our number two. A tribute to my father, Cigar, Father Dr. Z, Dr. Franklin Zeppelow. It's our number one, and I know he would want us to carry on. long Ash greetings and salutations. A long Ash snappy salute, Semper Delictatio, always pleasure, lieutenants. I know that's what my father believed in. He always wanted to celebrate life's pleasures and good occasions, and uh, we will do that today. And uh, in just a moment, I've got a couple of items that I want to get to that, uh, are rather, one is rather humorous, actually. Actually, one's humorous, one is uh, a little hard to believe, almost outrageous. But we'll get to that, and it involves the uh, enemies of pleasure. Uh, <clears throat> briefly here, before I do get, uh, get to other things, I do want to just say a couple of other things about my dad. One funny story that my sister mentioned. My father was a history major in college before he went to medical school. And my sister in grade school, had in eighth grade, had to write an essay on why George Washington was a great American. Well, as she said, my father wrote most of it, and my sister won an award from the Buffalo News, a Buffalo News prize for it, and my father absolutely uh, loved history. And one thing he would always say is the cream rises to the top, and that if you do your best and you continue to work it will be noticed. And he was exactly right. Sometimes you've got uh, some, you know, some uh, people, some yahoos or some, some spamootses that kind of get in the way, but he really believed that the cream rises to the top and always said, you really need to always look forward. And that is exactly right. And every time I show up for this show, I make sure that we are prepared and that we give everything. We don't uh, call it in. We don't slack it in because that's not what he would do. And I really believe my father and my sister said it as well that he took the Hippocratic Oath to a whole other level. Work was not a job, it was his passion, it was his calling. And to my father, medicine was art and science. And he was really a caregiver in the truest sense of the word, and he was loyal. And he never forgot those people that helped him. He never forgot about where he came from. He never forgot those people along the way that made a difference or were of assistance. And again, loyalty is a fleeting characteristic today. And he embodied loyalty, and that has been passed along to me. And he had a great expression you give without remembering, receive without forgetting. You give without remembering, receive without forgetting. So true. And he was a leader a history lover, loved Fox News, absolutely loved Fox News. He was extremely intelligent and uh, certainly gave my sister and I and my mother love, support, advice, wisdom, uh, taught us compassion, loyalty, work ethic, to be humble, to lead by example, and uh, the way he walked, the way he spoke with authority and knowledge, and also the way that uh, we all loved, and certainly he uh, exemplified that. And uh, he was a gentleman in the true sense of the word, and as my sister said, that he would want us to carry on with zest and happiness. And it's ironic that the man who had the biggest heart in the world had a weak physical one, and that really uh, was true. But lived 81 years, and we are so fortunate that we had him for all of those 81 years. As I remember when Stanford Newman passed away, uh, Eric Newman said, you know, we wish that he lived forever, and I think we all wish that uh, all of our dear loved ones wish forever and that we would live forever, but uh, unfortunately... That's not, uh, that's not reality, and that's not life. And that's why I have always stated, and my father always stated, you have to enjoy every day, and that's what I believe. So when I see these enemies of pleasure coming after us, trying to tell us how we should live our lives, what we should consume, what we should say, what we should think, there's no place for that. There is no place for that. Zero. We should live every life, every day, as life to the fullest. Live 100%. Enjoy your life. Travel, do things you want to do. Don't let anyone discourage you or tell you that you shouldn't or that you can't. To hell with them. So, lieutenants, that's my philosophy. That's shared from my father, and uh, that will carry me on for certainly in perpetuity. And uh, he lives really through his legacy that he left through my mother, my sister, myself, and all those others. Let me welcome once again the great— People listening in Atlanta on 640 WGST, I am thrilled that we are back on in the big ATL. We were on WGST numerous times. We're back on live noon to 2. We are thrilled. Also, a big welcome to those of you listening in Medford, Oregon for the very first time on AM 1440 and FM 106.7 WMED. We have got Medford covered. We've got Portland covered. I think we've got most of uh, Oregon covered. So I'm pleased that we can spread the alpha male good life gospel to those of you once again in Hotlanta and the big ATL listening on 640 WGSD and those of you in Medford, Oregon listening on AM 1440 and FM 106.7 WMED. We are thrilled to have you and welcome you to the Cigar Dave lineup of fantastic affiliates. Let's say hello to Joe here in the Sunshine State. You are front and center. Joe, if you turn your radio down, we've got you on. We've got that delay we can hear in the background. Joe, are you there? Okay, we'll put Joe back on hold. We'll get to him. He was obviously listening on the radio. Ms. Kate, I know you will do your magic. All right, lieutenants, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about two items. Actually, i got three items I want to get to. One, a very big election in Cormorant, Minnesota. They have a new mayor. You're going to love this story. And also, I've always told you about how the enemies of pleasure are the—the pleasure police are the first to wag their finger and tell you how to live your life, but they never seem to follow their own advice. And we have another example, this time from the Commissioner of Health, the Minister of Public Health in Belgium. Wait till you see this beauty. We will continue, lieutenants, and when I come back, I'm going to uh, fire up the next— Beer on the list of October cigar, Oktoberfest beers that we will enjoy today from Southern Tier. I've got their special ale, harvest seasonal beer, and then in honor of Mick the Brit, we'll go to the uh, we'll go to the UK and we'll enjoy some Guinness extra stout. He loves Guinness, and uh, we'll talk. We'll have a little Guinness extra stout, and then we're going to enjoy some other various seasonal type of brews as well. I am Cigar Dave, the general America's alpha male in chief. We carry on front and center.
0: Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Mm -hmm. Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show.
5: I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos. Rich, bold, spicy. Notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconist. 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
1: I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door, shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is twenty-two ninety-five per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officer's Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officer's Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officer's Club. Twenty two ninety five per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officer's Club and enjoy great cigars.
5: Okay, people. We've just been awarded the Brickhouse ad account. Now, this cigar was Named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So we need an award winning slogan. He's a brick.
1: How?
6: How? What about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been
5: done. Next? How about Good to the Last Draw?
9: Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here?
0: The Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure.
1: Ah, yes, a little Munchen Oktoberfest musical interlude here. All we need is actually, you know what, uh, probably, well, not next week, but maybe I will wear my lederhosen on the very last show of the month. Where we do our big beer tasting. But I have to tell you that really, it's not the most comfortable thing wearing those later hosen. And I certainly don't like parading around in them, but maybe I'll break them out just for that one time of year. All right, let's quickly go back to uh, Joe in the Sunshine State. Joe, are you there?
10: Hi, General. More ashes
1: sealed. Back we at call. you. General. Yes, sir.
10: Me and my wife were very sorry about your dad.
1: Thank you. And, uh,
10: and so is the medical when they do something like this.
1: Thank you okay? so much. I appreciate that. But we have we have to keep going. Yes, sir. You're right. That's exactly I'm what you was saying. I'm
10: not a teacher, but I light a candle here every day for sick and die people, and so on. Also, we got a general. We got a son, doctor too, and every time we meet together, he goes Dad, Let's have that cigar together, and we
1: we'll will. There you go. That's exactly right. Celebrate. We do. Exactly. That's the way to do it. That's the way. Well, Joe, I Go ahead. Shelly, no. I was going to say, Joe, I, I appreciate the kind words, and here's what I'd like to do for you. Let me send you out some cigars, and uh, how about I send you out some of the New World by A.J. Fernandez, a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. We launched them up in Buffalo mid-August. They're beautiful sticks. Joe, I would like you to have them and fire those up, and, and I know that uh, I appreciate the kind words. That means a lot to me.
10: I appreciate I had it before. Joe, yeah, before I let you go, yes. my, my wife heard you when you say this is my vac- uh, vac- area for my dad. And uh, we would very appreciate it on
1: that, yes. Well, thank you so much. Joe, stand by the lovely ah. Miss Kate. We'll get all your info, and I greatly appreciate the uh, kind comments. I know you'll enjoy those New Worlds by A.J. Fernandez. Well, let me go to my next brewski here before I get to the next item here. Let me find my opener. I know I have it somewhere here. Wait, oh, There it is. There it is. You know, I've got to almost put this on a keychain because I'm always losing my my beer opener. Next up, we are going to enjoy from—I was up in Buffalo for about 10 days. And in the Western New York Theater of Operations, there is a brewery called Southern Tier Brewing Company. They have been around for 12 years, since late 2002. They are located in Lakewood, New York, in the southern tier of New York State and Western New York. And they have been a huge success story, making more than 90,000 barrels of beer annually. They primarily make ales, and they're available now in 30 states. They're available here down in the Cigar City of Tampa in the Sunshine State. And they were founded by Phineas Demink and Alan skip Jan. They started the brewery of with a vision to revive the practice of small-batch brewing to a region that really had great brewing tradition. So they have now made, they've got probably about, geez, I would say maybe 30 different types of, uh, of ales, some seasonal. But the one I'm going to put, uh, enjoy right now is their special seasonal harvest ale. And this is to celebrate the change of seasons. It is what they say a deeply comforting ale to usher in the sunset as the evenings get cooler. They take a combination of English hops, cracked barley, and they make a classic English-style extra-special bitter of the highest order. It has a dark ruby color. Let me open this up and let me pour it and take a taste. So this is not going to be a milder type of beer. This is certainly going to have some definite notes of spice on the palate. Much darker than the first beer that I enjoyed, which was the Weinstaffener Oktoberfestbier. beer. This is definitely more of an ale, a little fuller-flavored Uh, On this particular beer, it has an alcohol by volume of 6.7%. It is an extra special bitter, uses ale yeast, four varieties of hops, two types of malts, golden ruby in color, very nice aroma on the nose, almost a caramely malt type of nose. Let me say cheers. Oh, yeah, definitely more hoppiness. This is what's called an Extra Special Bitter, an English-style ale. Much heartier. This would go very nicely with a Maduro with a fuller-flavored cigar. Has some wheat in it, which tempers it, but it is definitely on the medium to fuller-flavored side. I'll take another sip. Actually, it's pretty good, but mm. interesting to note the differences. So this is the Southern Tier Brewing Special Ale Harvest Seasonal. Four different varieties of hops, two types of malts, definitely a lot of hoppiness, more alcohol by volume. And hoppiness, when you put a lot of hops in there, you get that slightly bitter taste on the back of your tongue just before it goes down. And that's when I, when I say a beer is hoppy, that's what it's got, that extra tang. It's a very tangy, almost slightly bitter type of sensation and taste on the palate but very pleasant indeed and uh, just a little bit we'll go to a guinness extra stout very dark looking beer but do not be deceived it is not overly full or flavored let's uh do this let's go to a uh, tom in the cigar city and then i will talk about the newly elected mayor in Cormoret, minnesota tom you're up thank you long ashes general back at you thank you
9: um sorry to hear about your father that's um that's tough thank that's- you sir um but i got a question for you uh um i'm i'm an older guy <laughs> for this sort of thing uh oh, wait wait, 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 wait what you
1: say tom when you say older guy we for this well, type of thing how old are you older guy for what's happened to me um first child all right what is your age uh 56 eh, so what there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> nothing wrong um, with that 56 is the new 36 by the way
9: Oh, well, I hope so. Um, and I'm going to be actually Atlanta. I was mentioning um, to Atlanta, and then actually I have to go down to South America because that's where my wife's family is. But uh, I guess the tradition is to hand out cigars. Um, so I thought, wondered if you had suggestions. Absolutely. Now, some smoke and some don't.
1: That's okay. I know exactly what to hand out. First of all, let me ask the age of your wife. Uh, 40. Excellent. 16 years younger. Congratulations. Job well Thank done. You. And Thank in about 10 years, you'll be ready for another new model. Very nice. Uh, let, let me say that that whenever I get, make a suggestion to hand out cigars for a, for a celebratory occasion, I always advise people to get cigars that will be appreciated by those that are cigar connoisseurs and also enjoyed by those that may only enjoy an occasional cigar. So we don't want to get anything too full-flavored. We don't want to get anything too rich, too spicy. We want something that is going to work across the spectrum of taste palates. Mild, medium, full, novice connoisseur, experienced connoisseur. Uh, The cigar I'm enjoying today that I'm in tribute to my father, Dr. Z, is the Diamond Crown. You can never go wrong... By picking up a box of Diamond Crowns, these are super premium cigars. But let's face it, this is a super special occasion, so you don't want to be a little chintzy when it comes to handing out fine cigars. So what I suggest is you pick up a bottle, or bottle pick up a box of these Diamond Crowns, but go out and pick up a bottle of Balvini or a uh, a fine cognac to celebrate as well. But these diamond crowns are beautiful. Connecticut shade, triple fermented wrapper, mild, a lot of flavor, but just super pleasant. I don't care if you're an experienced connoisseur or just a novice, you will love this cigar. I would also recommend the Monte Cristo. You certainly can't go wrong with that. And many of the Davidoffs are, are great as well. But if you go with the diamond crown or the Monte Cristo, your job will be accomplished. That, that is what I recommend. And here's what I'll do. I will send you out some special cigars for you to enjoy. Now, okay. do you, what do you enjoy normally? Or you don't smoke cigars?
9: No, I do. Um, actually, I go. Uh, there's a guy in Dunedin who rolls there on the on the on the square, I guess you call it. So that's where I get them. Uh, but I'm not medium, I suppose. Okay, nothing more than
1: that. Perfect. I'm going to send you out some Casino Gold. HRS stands for High Roller Selection. These are beautiful cigars. Nice medium flavored. Just very smooth, well-aged. You're going to love these cigars. So you enjoy those. You pick up some Diamond Crowns or some Monte Cristos, and you will be good to go. Okay. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Tom. Congratulations, and let us know uh, once the big day takes place. Now, when I come back, I want to tell you about the newly elected mayor in Cormorant, Minnesota. Oh, you betcha. Very interesting selection, and a selection which, looking back at things and looking at our elected leaders probably is a pretty damn good choice. In fact, I would venture to say that if we elected this type of individual as our president, it would be an improvement over what we have today. I will tell you about that. I will tell you about what the French are now doing. The French are being invaded by the enemies of pleasure. They like their libations. They like their wine. The pleasure police have invaded France Well, then again, anybody can invade France. It's not like they're going to repel anything. You basically come walking in, and they're going to surrender. That's just how the French are. We'll continue.
0: The October selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Aging Room Small Batch Quattro F55 from Boutique Blends. The Quattro F55 is a small batch using only Habano seed tobacco grown in the Dominican Republic. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com.
6: walk into a cigar shop stare at hundreds of choices and wonder as you take in the aroma go with an old standard or try something new lead or follow that's the real question here isn't it next time choose to lead with a premium cigar from royal gold cigars royal gold cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines casino gold hrs high roller selection and kismet Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro. Kismet, meaning destiny. A blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead
1: follow visit royalgoldcigars.com
5: surgeon general warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale
1: welcome to the cigar dave show if you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers call me during the live show saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m eastern time at 877 dave 007 that's saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m eastern time at 877-328-3007
0: From pleasure, command, and control, it's the General Cigar
1: Cigar Dave. Dave. Let me tell you about the brand-newly elected mayor in Cormorant, Minnesota. The small village of 12 people take elections very seriously. And that's why they have elected as their new mayor, Duke, a 7-year-old dog as its new mayor. Now think about this for one moment. Would Duke, a 7-year-old dog, or my German Shepherd Sultan, would they be an improvement over the occupant of the current White House? The answer is unanimously yes. Absolutely. I would much prefer to have a canine as our commander in chief than the current commanderless in chief that we have. Now, Duke was sworn in a few weeks ago. He will not be getting a salary. However, a pet store has agreed to donate a year's supply of food to reward Duke for his service. And think about that for one moment, if you will. Are the people in Cormorant, Minnesota, better off to have Duke, a seven-year-old dog, as their mayor? The answer is yes, because I'll guarantee you Duke is not trying to live on the taxpayer's dime in perpetuity. I will guarantee you that Duke won't play any nonsensical political games. Duke has more integrity than a politician, and Duke has more intelligence than a politician. Look at anybody in Washington. Compare them to a dog. Take any dog you want. I don't care if you want to take a Cocker Spaniel, if you want to take a Black Lab, if you want to take a Collie or a German Shepherd. If my German Shepherd Sultan was running for president, I would absolutely vote for him. Because you can't get much worse than what's occupying the Oval Office now. And I can tell you this. My German Shepherd Sultan would uh, probably make the right decision in terms of having an Ebola czar compared to a political hack. Unreal. All right. You have heard me talk many times about the enemies of pleasure. They love to get on their soapbox They absolutely love to wag their finger at you. They love to tell you how much smarter they are than you are. They love to tell you how much more informed they are, how much more knowledgeable, how much more educated, that they have all the answers. And they certainly love to tell you how you should live, act, what you should eat, and what you should think. They love doing it. Now, we have an enemy of pleasure, the member of the food police here in the United States, a gentleman by the name of Kelly Brownell. Now, Kelly Brownell is the first gentleman, the first person, that proposed a Twinkie tax or a fast food tax. He used to be at the Yale Rudd School for many years. He now has moved to the become dean of the Sanford School of Public Policy at Duke University. He has moved south. Now, Kelly Brownell has been interviewed many times on newscasts, on specials, and if you go online and look at his pictures, and we, we have put pictures, we've posted many of them, Kelly Brownell, the man who advocates a food tax, the man who says we have a nationwide obesity problem, do yourself one favor and look at the man. The man checks in at well over 300 pounds. The man is a walking time bomb. The man is obese. Yet, he has the unmitigated gall and chutzpah to tell all of us that we need to enact a Twinkie tax because and a fast food tax and a soda tax because we're not smart enough to make our own food decisions. Well, there is a little irony in this story. Three years ago, while attending the Cigar Retailers Convention in Orlando, walking back from the Orlando Convention Center to the Peabody Hotel, there was a convention of the American Psychological Association, Who do I see walking or standing 20 feet in front of me? Kelly Brownell. Food cop extraordinaire. Enemy of pleasure number one. Imagine my delight. Imagine me salivating being able to walk up to him and have a field day with him. So I introduced myself, told him who I was, and politely, and I was very polite, said I'd love to have you on the show would love to talk about why you believe that Americans need a tax on fast food and on twinkies and on soda and i told him about the show that we believe that people have the right to make up their own minds and we got into a very pleasant conversation no yelling no arguing i was very polite and he went on and on and said well you you simply you people don't understand and i said us people What do you mean by us people? Well, you people that aren't as informed as the rest of us. And I said, well, that's interesting. Tell me, how informed are you when you are clearly obese? Clearly you don't exercise. And clearly you, as the leader, as the spokesperson for a healthier America to combat obesity, how can you maintain any integrity and semblance of honesty when you yourself are extremely obese. Well, that was it. He was not happy. Of course, he dodged and um, and you know, and, and, and and tried to rope a dope. And I said to him, listen, I agree that people should take responsibility for themselves. That's what I believe. Would you like to join me on my five-mile power walk tomorrow? And I said, in fact, I'll give you a four-and-three-quarter-mile head start, and I'll still catch up with you before you hit the finish line. And he's like, well, I'm very busy. I've got something to do. I'm like, are we really that busy to take out 45 minutes out of our lives for our health to prevent obesity? Had no response. His response, he started to turn and walk away, but not before I got a picture of his extremely wide body and his wide ass. And let's now go to Belgium. Brussels, Belgium, has just... The Prime Minister has just appointed a new Minister of Public Health. Now, when you think of Minister of Public Health, you think somebody should be in shape, somebody who walks the walk, talks the talk, somebody that exercises. You're thinking like a Jack LaLanne type, someone that exercises, that eats healthy. Now, I'm not saying that somebody has to be a twig. I'm not saying somebody has to be a vegan But I'm just saying somebody that says, look, everything in moderation. I enjoy steak. I enjoy my exercise. I enjoy libation. You can live a long, long life by enjoying things in moderation. So you would think that the prime minister of Belgium would appoint a minister of public health that the Belgian people could look up to and say, now there's someone we want to emulate. When they speak, we need to listen because they are speaking from authority and from knowledge, and from personal practice. Well, let me introduce you to the new Minister of Public Health, Maggie de Block. She is responsible for the health of the Belgian people and their rising obesity problem. Maggie de Block is a physician, a general practitioner for the past 25 years, 52 years of age. One other note, she checks in at 300 pounds. This is the minister of health that is tasked with helping the Belgian people fight their rising obesity problem. We are posting a picture on our website on Facebook and Twitter right now of Dr. Maggie De Now her critics have said wait a minute. How can you appoint someone that's so clearly does not represent a healthy lifestyle. She says, and I'm quoting, I know I'm not a model, but you have to see what's inside, not the packaging. Now, isn't that amazing? She'll be the first one to wag her finger and point at everyone else, just like Kelly Brownell here in the United States, telling us how we should live our lives, what we should eat, what we shouldn't eat, what we should be taxed on, that we have a huge obesity problem and we need to solve it, and the only way to solve it is by taxation and by prohibition. Yet when asked, what do they say? We're not models. You just have to see what's inside, not the packaging. Would you listen to a person guiding you on health issues and obesity issues if they weighed over 300 pounds like Kelly Brownell does and this new minister of public health, Maggie de of Belgium does? The answer is no. They have no credibility. That's like making a convicted murderer and three-time felon the attorney general. You have to have credibility. In this case, there is none. And when Kelly Brownell, when I asked him, I'm like, well, Kelly, you tell everyone else that we should live healthy lifestyles. I'm out there doing it. I'm 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 exercising, I'm watching, always trying to take weight off, watching my cholesterol, getting my blood every 6 months to make sure my cholesterol and lipid levels are fine. I said, "What's your excuse?" It's exactly what I said to him, and he said, "Well, I've been under a lot of pressure because I had deadlines to write a book, I had I had uh, reports due, I was traveling a lot." I looked at him and said, "We're all full of pressure. We all have deadlines. We all have stress." But yet, it's okay for you to weigh over three hundred pounds, but not anyone else. The hypocrisy is incredible. It ceases to amaze me. So I ask you, we're going to post pictures of Kelly Brownell, who formerly of of the Yale Rudd Center of Public Policy, now the dean of Sanford the dean of the Sanford School of Public Policy at Duke University, and noted noted author, his book, Food Fight, the inside story of the food industry. We're going to post pictures. And I ask you, make your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and you tell us, are these people should be the leaders in the fight against obesity? Do these people have credibility? Do these people have the do these people, should they have the right to wag their finger at you and tell you how you should be taxed, what foods you you should consume, and what foods should be uh, prohibited? The answer on both cases is a resounding no. And to both of them, I say, get on a damn treadmill. Do you want to smoke the same cigars the General does during the show?
0: See past cigar and libation selections anytime at CigarDave.com.
7: Wow, the new Super Ligero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Plasencia family, we have a seed called the Super Ligero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right Nimish and that's why this cigar is so special because it has a character that is very, very different than all of the cigars. In fact, whether you're a novice, amateur, professional, full body smoker, you're gonna love this cigar because this character with the Super Lihero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October.
5: Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar, made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as a unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pin-up models. It sounds like you need a new banker, only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase The Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault
1: of The Banker by H. Upman.
2: Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
0: as a wussified beta male, departing as a certified alpha male. Cigar Dave, mission accomplished.
1: All right, let me uh, go to our next libation here, and let me check what we're going to go next to on the list here. I think we're going to go with the, yes, we will go with the Guinness Extra Stout, and uh, Mick the Brit just sent me a text, how appropriate, and he also tweeted it out as well, saying, I drink a pint of Guinness every Sunday For medicinal purposes, you understand. The Surgeon General of the Cigar Dave Show approved. God bless. Well, Mick the Brit, I think you drink more than a pint every Sunday. I think maybe a keg, but I'll open up this Guinness Extra Stout. Certainly a very well-known beer across the world. Arthur Guinness began brewing ales uh, in 1759 from the St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin, Ohio. Correct, Dublin, Ohio. Dublin. What am I talking about? Uh, Dublin, Ireland, not Dublin, Ohio. I was thinking of where Jack Nicholas was born. Dublin, uh, Ireland. It is owned by Diageo now, and certainly their beer, the Extra Stout, is the one that started it all. Uh, It has been made for well over two hundred years. It is descendant, a descendant from the definitive West India Porter known as Extra Superior Porter. And I'm going to pour it in now. And this has a almost a chocolate brown, almost looks like coffee. It really does. It's that dark, wonderful, chocolatey and espresso notes on the nose. Let me say cheers. Hmm. It's full, but no hoppiness. Deep, dark, a lot of roasted barley. Light hoppiness. Just the right amount of bite, slightly bittersweet, almost like some bittersweet chocolate. It is indeed very pleasant. And again, if you look at this, you would say, man, this stout has got to be super strong, super full-bodied, like a Maduro. Many people mistake a Maduro cigar for a cigar that's going to be super full-flavored, super rich, super spicy. Not the case at all. Beautiful-looking beer here, almost looks like coffee. The Guinness Extra Stout from St. James Gate, Dublin. One more taste. Mm. Very pleasant indeed. And I've got one more that I will enjoy before the end of the show. But let me talk about uh, libations. As you know, people in France. France has been very liberal when it comes to enjoying libations and beer and wine. In fact, the legal minimum age for consuming alcohol in public... Is 16 for beer and wine in France and 18 for spirits. And there is no law, no regulation of any age for alcohol consumption in private. And in fact, in, in France, children are served small amounts of alcohol, be it red wine or a spirit or some beer, uh, at family dinners. And I have always stated that I think that is extremely important to introduce kids to alcohol at a young age. So that when they grow up, they don't want to binge drink. They don't feel, oh, this is something that's been kept from me from lock and key for years and years. When you expose children to alcohol at a young age, they gain an appreciation for it. And they will not abuse it. I don't believe that France has a very large incidence at all of alcoholism. Why? Because people don't make a big deal out of it. Kids have little sips of wine. They're exposed to it. I remember when I was in college, my college roommate, the second our parents left, he went out and bought two, three cases of beer and cons- proceeded to consume them all in a couple of days. And when he looked at me and said, well, don't you want to go buy beer? I'm like, not really. He said, well, don't. why not? You're free. And I said, my parents never told me that I couldn't have it. If I wanted to sample it, I could sample it. The only thing they didn't want me doing was drinking and driving and never did because I gained an appreciation for it. And that's what France does so well. Well, now, the enemies of pleasure have infiltrated Paris and the French nation. According to a French draft health bill, inciting binge binge drinking could be punishable with up to a year in jail and or a hefty fine. It will be made illegal to sell products that make alcohol appear pleasant. Such as T-shirts that show amusing scenes based on drunkenness or telephone cases. Now, this is just the opening salvo. You can be sure that the enemies of pleasure, once they get their foot in the door in France, they spread like like cockroaches. Once they get in, they multiply and they never, you never can get rid of them. France has always been very liberal on libations on letting kids uh, enjoy. Uh, libations legally again 16 you can drink beer and wine in public 18 for hard liquor for spirits this is the first salvo by the enemies of pleasure the prohibitionists in france and i hope that they squash it like a cockroach bug because this is nothing more once they say well we want to eliminate t-shirts then where do they go from there You know it's just the start. We've seen it here in the United States. Very quickly, let me also take this time to remember one of the greats in the world of cigars, Henry Kiki Berger, known as Don Kiki, the co-owner of uh, both the Cuban Crafters Cigar Stores uh, in Florida as well as the cigar brand of the same name, passed away unexpectedly of a heart attack on Monday, September 22nd. He was 56 years old. He entered the business in 1996, uh, height of the cigar boom, and he was in Nicaragua, He was well-loved by everyone, and I can tell you that not a trip went by to Miami when I wouldn't stop at Cuban Crafters. Don Kiki and I would shoot the bull. We'd have some cigars. We'd have a cocktail or a Cuban coffee. We'd have lunch. Always very pleasant, and Don Kiki will be missed. And what's amazing is that a number of years ago, uh, he actually had a kidney transplant that was a kidney that was donated by his his, uh, his wife and uh, Kiki, that's probably about 10, 12 years ago and just uh, very saddened uh, that Kiki passed away. Some of the great names, uh, of course, he had uh, the Don Kiki cigar. He had Cupido, Cuban Crafters, J.L. Salazar, I Hermanos. We've had numerous of their selections in the Cigar Dave Officers Club, and we are certainly saddened. Don Kiki Burger, Cuban Crafters, uh, we hope that you rest in peace. Age 56, what an absolute tragedy. Just a super, super guy. Well, lieutenants, uh, I want to thank you today. This was definitely not our normal show. We certainly had the opportunity. I'm going to save the rest of my uh, beers for next week. I've got the Southern Tier Pumpkin Imperial Ale. I've got the Shock Top Raspberry Wheat. And what's the other one I have here? The Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. So I will get to those next week, I promise. And over the next couple of weeks, we will, of course, be sampling many beers for Cigar Oktoberfest. Don't forget, ticket sales will begin next Wednesday for the Cigar Dave Alpha Male Pleasure Fest at The Rock at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in the Cigar City, Saturday, November 22nd. We are looking forward to a great evening, or great day, great event. It will be certainly a fantastic time. And, Lieutenants, allow me to end today's show by telling you that my mother, sister, and I held my father's hands in his last days right to the end. And it was indeed an honor and privilege to hold the hands that cured, saved, and gave life to so many. Dr. Franklin Zeplowitz, Dr. Z, my father, September 30th, 1933 to October 7th, 2014. We love you. We miss you. Your spirit lives eternally.